0: You ready? Yes. Okay. Colin Altavote and Taylor Marshall. This is the reveal for the fast heat. I guess it's not a reveal. We're saying it. It's an audio medium of the fast heat for the Carmel 3200 Showcase. Uh, You're not a big Hunger Games guy. Hunger Games, they always draw the names out and they say, ladies first. This is a girl's first year, so we can say it. Um, 25 girls for the fast heat. Our committee has been hard at work all day today. You and me, some other coaches texting back and forth, some emails in between, you know, meaningful academic work. Of course, Audio medium just did a, a, a wink. Um, and here are the fast heat participants. Now, a couple of things could change between now and then, but this is what we're planning on for Friday's 3200 showcase at Carmel on April 22nd, the second annual Carmel showcase. And they're... They're more or less seated here. So the first seed. This is just this is exciting. This is like selection Sunday. Selection Monday. Nikki Sutherland from Delta. Kendall Martin from Burbuff. Andy Van Meter from Jasper. Bridget Gallagher from Garen. Olivia Romanik, Shout out from Carmel. Shout out. Jamie Clavon from Carmel. Shout Jasmine out. Jasmine copstead from carmel shout out lily myers bloomington south this was a late entry here lillian Velasco from new prairie she was all state in cross country and uh Ginnister grant those are your first 10 anything stick out to you there other than the three girls that you coach so you're excited for them
1: yeah, definitely excited for them. They ran you know pretty well last Friday, so excited to see what they'll do here on their home track and another week removed from spring break. Um, Nikki Sutherland is the top seed, right? I believe last Saturday she ran a 1034 at the Oak Hill relays. Ooh, okay, uh, so actually,
0: later on, you're going to hear Scott Litzkin sets an over under for this. and it is He did not know she ran 1034, but Scott, okay. in his infinite wisdom, pretty close to that. Stay tuned. You got to listen to the rest of the podcast. Do not hit the skip ahead button. Listen to everything.
1: This is why Scott gets uh, paid the big bucks and he's got a a cool book out. This is,
0: this is why, this is what Paul Pierce is, why we brought him here.
1: Right. Um, Kendall Martin, right. Ran uh, again, really well uh, last uh, Friday night. Right. She was just above that five minute uh, barrier there, but um, she was really strong uh, going into the uh, final lap. Right. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, like you said, a Deep field, a couple of girls seated under 11 minutes who have actually run under 11 minutes. Right. So as you've sure. said before, um, you know, it's kind of a will enter your athlete at what you think they could do in a competitive environment. Um, and there are definitely some who, who could be right under that 11 minute mark. We also have some established names we've already mentioned who have already crossed that threshold. And we'll do so again on Saturday, on Friday night.
0: Yep. Enter your athletes at what you think they could run. You're the coach. You're a practice every day. And then we'll take that into consideration, but in terms of the fast heats, we're also kind of, we've, we've got to figure out who who are the, the 25 most established, and what we used was a combination of um, the cross-country season, especially the state meet, the um, indoor season if they ran especially big uh, individual performances, obviously over 3,200 meters would be the best for that, and then we really took a look at, at how uh, the girls and, and the boys ran in the uh, 1,600. So those are the first 10. We'll go through the next 15 here. Brooke Hanson from Carroll and her sister, Taylor Hanson. Again, Fort Wayne Carroll. Audrey Canoper of Western Boone. Brooke Leahy of Noblesville. There are five Noblesville Millers in this race. Uh, Jessica Hegedus from Avon. Liz Smith from Westfield. Olivia Jane Munt from Carmel. Shout out. Emily Garten from Burbuff. Joey Rastrelli from Warsaw, Maggie Powers, Hamilton Southeastern, Kylie Klein, Franklin Central, and then four from Noblesville, rounding out the fast heat, Nadia Perez, Summer Rempe, Paige Hazelrig, and Brinkley
1: Cooper. So those are you just named five girls from Noblesville, and the five girls from
0: Noblesville in that in that group of 15 there. and the, the, all 25 are in the fast We just took a break in the middle.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, again, uh, deserving to have a large number there, right? Uh, They were a fifth place team in cross country this past fall. um, And uh, all of their girls who raced uh, Friday night at Flashes uh, ran incredibly well, right? Um, So they are solid. Yeah, they're fit and ready to go. Um, So we'll be excited to see uh, what they bring to uh, our home stadium this friday night so yeah that was a really really nice job they're doing there
0: carmel stadium at carmel high school in carmel indiana it's the home of the carmel showcase april 22nd can't miss it should should see you know you you mentioned four girls that were seated under 11 i believe they've all broken 11 minutes but we're going to see more than four under 11 don't you think
1: uh yes definitely right i think that you know there are a couple who are right there on the on the Bubble, but you know we saw uh, last year just how fast that race was. um You know the weather is starting to look pretty solid for Friday night, and the competition will be there. um So I would say, let's see what you want me to give uh, an over under here on uh, how many would be under that 11 minute mark. Yes, but it's an over under, so make sure it ends in half. It's got end in half, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll set the over under at nine. Nine and a half, nine and Uh, a half, nine and a half girls under 11 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I couldn't decide if I wanted to say eight and a half or nine and a half, but let's go, let's go nine and a half. Let's go bigger.
0: What kind of hype man would I be if I said under, over, there you go over that number, sir. Okay. Here we go. The boys, the girls have 25 in the fast heat. The boys have, you know what? Stay tuned. I'll just, I'll just read the names first seed Reese Kilbarger Stump from Columbus North. He's run 8.54. Second seed, shout out, on his own home track. Not sure that matters for a track. Cole Matiesen from Carmel. He's run 8.55. And here we go. This was your This was your doing. You were out scouring the country. And you found yeah. us, Juan, from the land of Lincoln, Edwardsville High School, Ryan Walls. He's run exactly nine minutes. What can you tell us? Yeah. About Ryan? So
1: Ryan, yeah. Ryan Walls uh, from Edwardsville, uh, Illinois, like you mentioned, um, he ran uh, the same weekend as Arcadia, but he stayed back in Illinois and he was at a meet and he ran um, nine flat and, and change and a solo effort. Um, and it ran incredibly uh, fast performance and uh, his coach contacted us via Twitter. And luckily we were able to make that work. So he is coming along to, uh, attempt to break nine minutes and we feel really good about the the field obviously and the conditions and uh, who he is and who the other guys in the field are that we will see that happen for him um we're certainly going to cheer for that to happen um this friday night and he's got a couple teammates coming along as well so um, shout out to uh edwardsville high school for making the trip over to uh beautiful carmel indiana carmel stadium uh you know in carmel uh what carmel else you said lots of carmel there what was that yeah. carmel
0: high school it's carmel showcase
1: uh yes yes of course yes it's carmel showcase we do it every year
0: every, If, if every year is the past
1: two years then yes <laughs>
0: well, and continuing indefinitely uh, right. let's get through the rest of the top 10 these are loose seeds right i just kind of looked through the seeds and and, and what we decided today um based on who would be in the fast heat abe ekman from jasper Krishna Karasu of Burbuff. There are five boys from Burbuff in the fast heat. Jack Moore from Northridge. Scott Lidskin's new favorite runner. Oh. Ezra, go ahead.
1: Oh, just that's that's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's 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 venturing out just a little bit from Floyd. Same colors, jerseys. You know, same kind of a similar tradition of excellence and distance running. Yeah. Uh, Ezra Burrell from Burbuff. Ran very well last week at the Flashes Showcase. Kai Connor of Westfield, same thing. Charlie Schumann of Carmel, shout out. And Nate Killeen from North Central. Nasty Nate with a sixth place finish last week at Franklin Central. See how he does heading up just a little north. He could almost
1: warm up from his school to our school to run this. You know what? He might. We'll see. I don't recommend it. (laughs) Right up Keystone. Just watch, hey, watch the traffic, Nate, pay attention. Okay, I was going to
0: say, yeah, I, I might take the monon. on.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: rounding out the field here, there are four from Hamilton, Southeastern. Nolan Satterfield and Garrett Hicks are two of those. Asher Probst from Noblesville, who's had a very good indoor season, um, over 3,200 meters. Uh, again, five from Burbuff, Cameron Todd, Braden Hinkle from Franklin Central, and then the two other Royals uh, from Hamilton Southeastern, Will Marquart and Bennett Du Bois, Joel Mumal from Noblesville, Matteo Rocio of Burbuff and Colin Stevens of Burbuff. So we really went on a run there, kind of teammates. There's multiple from Carmel, shout out, uh, five from Burbuff, four from HSE, two from Noblesville.
1: it has gotta be a slight advantage, right? Having teammates in the race. I would say so. I mean, maybe, you know, certainly a, a mental edge, right? Comfort level guys that you work hard with and train next to and hang out with all the time. Um, and you mentioned, you know, multiple athletes uh, at some of these really like blue blood schools, right? Podium level cross country, you know, serious uh, contenders and four by eights and that kind of thing. Right. The programs that are really good. And, um, you know, that that lends itself to the fact the field will be super fast and competitive, but it's also, you um, you know, a good, uh, um, it, it speaks to what happened last year, right? And, and how strong of a meet it was in the first year. Um, and, you know, a lot of legitimacy there and how serious um, some of these schools take these showcase style meets to really give their uh, boys and girls an opportunity to see, hey, uh, prior to the tournament, right, in a, in a perfect somewhat scenario, uh, what well, can you really go out there and run?
0: Yeah, we are all about opportunity. Uh, Rounding out the field then, Austin Hall from Columbia City, Tate Moe from Fishers, Nolan Bailey from Bloomington North, Matthew Helton of Zionsville, Will Nobby of Zionsville, Sam Clore of Avon, and the 27th runner in this field, the fast heat, a freshman from Zionsville, Sam Quagliaroli.
1: Yeah, how about that? As a freshman, making that fast heat right there, um, he had a great performance to win the uh, faster heat of the freshman mile last Friday night. Uh, he made a big name for himself in cross country this past fall, um, so he placed right outside the the all state uh, level right there. Um, and you know, he's 39th overall there in cross country, but um, really impressive. So that would be fun to see, and I'm also excited about the. Uh, Kilbarger, Stumpf, Matisse rematch uh, from last Friday. Um, you know, I don't, I'm sure it doesn't matter. I mean, both guys want to win, right? They're not really, con- but they're not concerned about the rest of it outside of that. But it would be uh, exciting for, for guys like me and you to, to watch and uh, cheer for them and see another really competitive race go all the way down to the uh, final couple meters as we watched at Franklin Central the other night. Now, nine minutes for the boys and 11 minutes for
0: the girls aren't exactly comparable. I think it's more like nine minutes for boys and maybe 1040 for girls. Yeah. But anyways, nine minutes is a round number, right? It's a barrier. 1040 is like 1040. Nine minutes, 11 minutes. Okay, so here's the barrier. You set the over under. Remember, it's got end in half. You could really call my bluff on this by saying some crazy number and forcing me to say under, which I won't. (laughs) That said an over under. Number of boys under. half, Colin. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, there are 119 entries, um, not including the freshman division. So what's your over under for boys under nine minutes?
1: Um, I'm going to set this one at um, six and a half. Over. Over. Okay.
0: Okay. It's going to be a good meet. Everybody's got to come out. Now, there's obviously going to be some, um, you know, questions people want to know. Who made the fast heat how they make the fast heat and the answer is we took a lot of time today to kind of go through the resumes of all these kids if you have a complaint i got this from an old 90s talk show try to trot this out now okay you have a complaint please do not post it on the indiana runner message board and please do not email us the exact process for handling this mail it to carmel high school if it's a complaint that you want me to handle it write it on the on a $50 bill, state your case on a $50 bill, mail it to me, or if it, you want Taylor to handle it, write it on a $100 bill, send it to care of Taylor Marshall at Carmel High School.
1: I'd be more than happy to respond.
0: Yep. And we actually, we'll, we'll actually take them at the meet as well. If yeah, you, If you've got a complaint, write it on a $50 or $100 bill, find one of the two of us at the meet, put it on there. You know I, what?
1: If you have a compliment, and you want to provide that on a $100 bill as well, I would gladly take your compliment, but mostly your $100 bill. Can't wait because it's going to be a good meet. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. It's going to be really fun.
0: And uh, we'll see how the weather holds up and we'll see you all out there. So you heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Awesome. All right, maybe the most exciting time of the year with the showcase meets Colin Altavote and Scott Lidskin. We're going to get Scott's thoughts on last week's uh, Flashes Showcase at Franklin Central. We want to talk about his book. It was just released on Amazon. I'm holding my copy right here. And hey, uh, maybe set, uh, maybe revise, set some, some of Scott's specialty <laughs> over-unders and talk sure. about the Carmel Showcase coming up. Um, And we just went over the fast heats there. So Scott, you know, we've talked just a little bit about the uh, flashes showcase. What were your thoughts on it from last, just, just a few days ago at this point?
2: Um, Well, you know, you and I talk every so often here on podcasts and I think the the thing that stood out to me the most um, was probably Addie Wiley and the girls mile. Um, That was, that was pretty, pretty exceptional, but I, I think, the boys mile thing that stood out is what well, we talk about a lot or I, I think a lot, I think you tend to agree Is you just, we get in our mind, you know, what we think is going to happen, how races are going to play out. And then, and then you just never know what's going to happen, right? Indiana weather and high school aged kids. And you just, you know, for us to have, I think I, I said, a, a, a what we thought was a conservative over, under, on the on the fc showcase mile i don't know is that three weeks ago maybe and uh two three weeks ago and i, I don't even remember i was like 409 or something like that and, you know not even close you just never know what's going to happen and that, that just continues the to, to for me to be really one of the exciting elements of, of high school track and field is the development of young young men and women trying to figure out how to become great distance runners and they're always going to surprise you. And there was, a, there was that race did not go, I think, as very many people thought it would go.
0: So, Addie Wiley wins by 17 seconds. So you, <laughs> you've got to be a little surprised by that margin, right?
2: Yes. And that, that's part of what I mean, too. Um, I think she was probably, you know, clearly the favorite to win and to run about that time. I mean, I, I'm not stunned by the time, but um, the margin of victory over the quality opponents. Um, in that field, uh, that's a pretty good show. Yeah, she's she's we've talked about all the time. She's really really good. So exciting
0: to get to watch her. What do you you'd said you you'd, you'd set some sort of over under 408 409 something like that, and I had yeah. expressed my opinion that that was it was going to be under because the guys yeah. were back from last year and guys ran faster than that last year. Yeah. Um, the winning time was just hundreds of a second off of the sixth place time from last year. And I know, cause it was the same, it was the same guy. Uh, what do you, what do you make then of the boys race going out in 60, 61, but then just, it wasn't a sit and kick. It just, it wasn't very fast. Yeah. You
2: just, you know, you never know. I, I think it, it's what I, in my experiences at having been at, and I wasn't there last Friday, but I've been at the showcase in the past and, um, you know, I just think maybe you get into, like, if you're one of the guys who has, girls who has a chance to win and you get into lap two and, and, you know, you've got five, six, eight people around you, you're just not used to that. You know, you just even, it, it's just unusual. And so I think you get a little bit into that conservative mode of, oh, okay, I've got to make sure I've got enough left in the tank when it gets down to the nitty gritty. And if you're thinking that, even if you don't want to be thinking that, I think you're, you're, you're just slowing down. You know, you just, as you're, <laughs> as you're contemplating your next move, you're you're slowing down and, and before you know it you know you're a thousand meters into the race and you're off pace and now all it matters is can i can i win this race in a kick so just the mile happens fast you know and, and it, it, if you have a, a plan uh, from the get-go to attack for the you know the first 800 or what have you okay but it looked just to me that like everybody was just kind of feeling the race out a little bit even at that reasonably quick pace and uh And then everybody just went into conservative mode in the middle.
0: So your book, which gets into a lot of this stuff, just released, how long has it been out? Just a few weeks? I believe
2: March 29th or so is when it it went live on on Amazon.
0: So available on Amazon. I'll put the link in the show notes again. This time I did that a couple of podcasts ago. So, So tell us about the book.
2: Well, honestly, I, I, I just, it's something I always wanted to do. I mean, I'm, I'm an English teacher and love reading and literature and not that this is great literature, but um, but uh, just always something I wanted to do. I, I didn't, I mean, if, if coaches or parents or athletes read the book and it, and it helps them in some way, that, that, that's like the ideal goal. I mean, I wasn't, didn't write the book uh, to be a bestseller necessarily. I just kind of always wanted to do it and Wanted to see if I could help anybody in any way. And honestly, I was also wanted to be able to read s- stories or, or things about my career and about Westfield when I'm old. So I don't forget all these things. <laughs> or when I'm older than I am now.
0: So what what I, I and I've read through and what I like about it is, and you say this at the very beginning, there's a lot out there in terms of, you know, every coach or many coaches, I sh- shouldn't generalize that much. He has read, you know, Jack Daniels' Guide to Running, or, or certain books like that. That those are all, or almost all, about um, the physiology of it, yep. And the training, and and I mean, almost every high school program seems to be built around Jack Daniels' V dot charts and that kind of thing, um, which mm-hmm. is obviously great in theory, rather than sure. just starting from scratch. Um, and then there tends to be fiction about just the general idea of being a distance runner but there's really not much about coaching especially high school coaching yeah Um, and that's what i think you you talk about a lot in this book
2: yeah and so you know the idea of you know how do you how do you put together a team and a program and and I, i don't even know if i address it as specifically as maybe some coaches would have wanted me to but um but just yeah that idea of how do you how do you get a group of kids who are very different in their skill sets very different in their uh, perhaps in their commitment to the sport and how do you how do you get that to, to get everybody on the same page and, and try to be try to
0: search for excellence Well, i think too you, you do a good job in the book of giving and we've gone through this on podcasts too. And I've kind of, you've said some things in general. And I've been okay, more specifically, what, what do you do on the Thursday after the Tuesday sectional for a girl that's going to run the 800, right? And we went through yeah. academic exercise of that. And there's stuff in here about, you know, like the seven minute stride drill. What are we doing specifically in the morning? But also just more general stuff that, um, and you and I know each other pretty well from, mm-hmm. from the last, but really since I was in college um but but a lot of stuff i think we approach somewhat differently uh one of the things i'm just going to read it right here. uh, i got your permission as the author i'm gonna read a quick excerpt i'll do this a couple times um but this is what i like about this what i'm getting ready to read is that remember you and and we say this on different podcasts they are human beings they are 16 years old they are like yes that chart is great but (laughs) that's looking at a book and opening it up and telling them 724 pace is what it says based on your best mile that you should be doing right now on the Monon on your easy day. That's not really the coaching aspect of it. You said, I believe that bringing your athletes in for early morning practices is a source of mental strength training. However, that is not a good enough reason to bring them in at 6am in itself. These are still kids who need sleep and time with their families. Additionally, it seems as though family life just keeps getting more and more hectic with each passing year. I, I really like this. We aren't in the inconvenience business. <clears throat> and you, you coached last year. Were you still doing morning practices at that point?
2: Yes. Last yes. fall, you were. What the 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 problem with 2020 was you know was kind of that year back from
0: right the, the, from the
2: lockdown. So um, I believe at that, that that year we only did one morning practice a week, um, but. Yeah, I, I, I just I love the idea of morning practice for a lot of different reasons, as I mentioned in the book. And um, and uh, I tried to try to keep consistent with that for, for as long as I could. But that year, that year
0: was a little different. And you you came back and coached one year kind of as a bridge before turning it back over or turning it over rather to Whitney Bevins, who's now the coach. Yeah. Did you find yourself doing things? drastically different in terms of training because it was the COVID year and they'd missed so much time before that? That's a good question.
2: Yes. And, and, but more of that was because we began the base phase of the, the we started training for cross country in March or, or early April. If I'm, I don't remember the exact date we started. Normally we would start pick a day, June 5th, you know, roughly, right. June right, 10th. State meet. And we started April 5th or whatever, you know, so, so we did have to kind of slow play it way more that year than we normally would have. And I, I don't, I don't for a second claim that I did it well.
0: So it's, and we'll get back to the book too, but I think this is, I mean, this is what the book's about, right? It's coaching sure, sure. And no, just two dudes
1: uh,
0: talking about it. One of the things I found out from the, through the pandemic was well, we can't. We can't bring these guys. First of all, most of them haven't been running, right? When we started, I think we I started like in May, saying, "Okay, here's what I suggest." Yeah. And we did a longer, a much longer build-up and less hard running, or essentially no hard running for like eight weeks, yeah. until and then in July we started. What I actually found out from that is, no, actually we probably should have been doing that all along. Yeah. is that that really cut down on our injury rate and things like that. You'd think the injury rate after that much time off would be sky high, but yeah. really we were more cautious. They were running as much or more than usual, but they weren't doing any hard running. And we had kind of a longer runway to get the, that plane off the ground, which we have now continued every season until then. This, is been, hmm. this this track season is the fourth season since then that we didn't, you know, our best kid, I didn't let him do any he, he ran in, in the national championship in mid-December. I didn't let him do any hard running until February. That's one of yeah. the things that we've kind of figured out is like, well, let's consistency is good. Running some volume is good, but limiting the, number, the amount of hard running. Um, and that actually came at that. Some of that was at the advice of, our, of Todd Arnold, our used to be our team physician when he worked for St. Vincent's.
2: So one of the, one of the positive outcomes or byproducts of the pandemic
0: yeah and i think a lot of times i remember even saying this to the ad about certain things and changes that we needed to make and it's like well sometimes we find these things by mistake here and i learned that actually the year we the one year that we have won that i've coached that we won the four by eight um we ended up doing less tracks type stuff less repeat 300s you know less split 800s things like that because the weather was so weird that we just ended up a lot of times doing base type stuff, more long go runs, run. more tempo yeah. runs, that kind of stuff. And that was year we won. And that was year we ran the fastest. So kind of found that hmm. by mistake.
2: Well, and um, I say in the book too, I talk about in the book how you know it's really the the years, the couple of years that we struggled and and had a lot of injuries and things that forced me to, ch- to change too. You, you, know, you hate to have a pandemic or a batch of injuries make you change, but the, as a coach, I think the key is your willingness to change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that you, you talk about it on here, even like you mentioned at one point, like just, just sake for the, just change for the sake of change is probably yeah. not the end of the world.
2: No. I, and and I, I think it's really valuable, even if it's something little, I think kids, not just kids, everybody, we get, we, we, you know, we get, we get comfortable. And, and I think when you get too comfortable, it gets really hard for major breakthroughs. You want comfort, but not, not too comfortable.
0: Well, that's the, the limiting factor in the sport is how you can deal with discomfort for extended periods of time, whether that be for 30 seconds of extreme discomfort at the end of the 800 or seven to eight to 10 minutes in a in a cross-country race
2: yeah yeah mentally overcoming that and physically but you know dealing with dealing with issues and that right which and and change is hard change is an issue and if you can deal with that pretty regularly i can't imagine how it's not how it's going to hurt you as a runner
0: right well and these are the things you talk about in the book but one of them is well find out what you know what are the foundational aspects of your program, and that needs to be consistent over time. Yep. Find your yep. your. You talk about four things. I think four kind of pillars. Um, that's I may be conflating some of what you say in the book with with Rick Weinheimer's philosophy too. But you know, for for us, for the team that I coach, we're not going to stop doing our PPMs just for the sake of change, right? But right. we think about well. Are, are the way we do our strides, is that right? Should we be doing them faster? Should we be timing them? Should we be doing them with more rest in between? Should we do them before the run? Should we, you know, those are the kind of the small things that you might want to change yep. Yep. and tell the kids, be open about it. Well, I'm, I'm. we're changing this, we're doing this, this is my idea. Yeah. And you also talk about to the, to the best extent possible, which isn't probably a lot when dealing with 16 or 17 year old kids, Some of it needs to be left up to their choice.
2: Yeah, I I I think the the idea, I think that's what you were saying originally that you have a you have a philosophy or a foundation of what you as a coach believe in. And and I am not going to tell any coach what that should be. That's up to the coach. But if you genuinely believe it, (laughs) stick with it. But don't be willing or be willing, as you just said, to change the little details around that. That philosophy because um even if you're really 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 good i mean you can always be you can be better and and you just don't want staleness you want it to be new and fresh and exciting in ways for kids.
0: you uh, here's a, a, another one i want to go through and then we can take a break and start talking about our and cover anything else you want to cover about the book but start talking about the showcase meet this week i'm going to fact check you on one thing here you ready yeah yeah you said that the, this was the first state meet in Terre Haute, 2004. Yeah. You said that you kept you were constantly checking the weather app on your phone. Uh, Smartphones were released in 2007. Oh well, maybe it wasn't so my unless, phone. Maybe. Unless the unless the app was calling your wife at home to have her constantly uh, check I don't the know, weather. Maybe
2: maybe, I, maybe we had the Weather Channel uh, on uh, on our TV in my in the hotel room but we, we must stayed overnight that could be um, right <laughs> you got see, me i guess you,
0: now this, this i just
2: remember being up and, and uh and pacing the room like like regularly that night you know you well obviously you know shane Moore was my assistant coach and my right. roommate now our that. assistant coach yeah, at Carmel, at Carmel. yeah and uh we uh we we, we always just did not re- we and we were like best buddies we're best friends but we we never really he never really enjoyed uh, me being his roommate at the state meets because I was a little bit of a I have a little bit of a nervous personality.
0: So and I think some of these state meets, the really poor conditions in Terre Haute, have an effect on the coaches and how you prepare, um, and just kind of these signature moments because the state meet is the biggest thing in cross country. Yeah, in two thousand four you. You are a coach, you get into it, your spoiler, your team finishes second. And a lot of that you you attribute to the strength workout, the aerobic stuff as how strong your runners were. And now as I'm reading this, I guess maybe we we all kind of read and interpret things the way we want it to be. So I'm interpreting Mm -hmm. strength as aerobic strength, oxygen delivery system, things like that. Mm -hmm. And maybe you actually meant it as physical strength from your weightlifting, your uh, you know, body weight exercises, things like that, but I all, all
2: of the above, including the mental strength.
0: Yeah. 2004 was the first year it was there. I was a junior in high school. I was not, I did not run in the meet. I was one of the alternates for that team. And my team finished fourth. I rem, I just, I remember this very, very well. You say the for, the forecast predicted unseasonably warm temperatures for the following morning and steady winds at 30 mile an hour with gusts upward of 60 miles an hour well the forecast was right <laughs> i mean that was it was crazy And it, it it was as windy as it was on friday at the meet and the wind calmed down i don't think it was i think it was hot too right it wasn't Yeah, it was warm and the, the ground was okay but yep. no one had ever seen that course before yeah They hadn't had. mean, they had very few. We run a state
2: preview there. there. The
0: state preview was there, but for most teams, of course. I and I grew up in Fort Wayne, right? So we weren't coming down for whatever. Yeah, but most people had had seen that course once or or none ever. Absolutely, I remember in the boys' race, Brock Hagerman, who I who I still talk to on occasion, was that was the big time favorite and just didn't realize. You know, it's kind of up downhill for this part and uphill. And now everyone knows it. And like our boys run it four or five, six times a year. I yeah. mean, Cole Matisson could could run it probably with his eyes closed. But at yeah. this point, it was like the wild west. Nobody knew what <laughs> yeah. to expect, and it was yeah. yes. The outcome of that was so crazy. The other year I remember that really had a big impact on me as the coach was two thousand nine. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was mud. It was, I mean, like I think boys ran close to 17 minutes and finished all state. It was it yeah. ran like at least a minute slow.
2: Yeah, I, I just remember mud and that that wind year in 04, what I besides our performance, but I most vividly remember is tents flying through the air.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else about the the book other than general encouragement um, to go to go buy it? yeah, I like well, the, I, mean, I like the length of it too. Like it's it's you could sit down and read it and you can go over it it's it's got a it's packed with a lot of good information and a and a easy to manage amount it's not you know yeah well thank you yeah i pages
2: I, I kept wanting to put more in i just didn't really i didn't want to add things just to add it you know and so this was right this we're was not in the inconvenience up. business yeah exactly um no i just i'm uh, thanking everybody who helped me out and my, my family and my parents but um but yeah, I mean, I hope people will go out and, and buy it. I, I think it's, it's $9.99. So it's, it's pretty reasonably priced, I think. And, it's under $10. and I, I hope it can, yeah, I hope it can help people. And, and, uh, and uh, I hope that uh, it'll spark good conversations. And if anybody ever has any questions about anything that we did or, or um, anything about wanting advice or anything, don't be afraid to find me. Uh, it's easy to find my school email on our Westfield Washington Schools uh, website.
0: Sure. Yep. You should, you should go out and buy it. Listen, listen, people. The only thing I ever read is young adult post-apocalyptic fiction. (laughs) And I broke that rule for this book. Thank you. So well, it's on the, if you want to buy it, search for uh, Scott Litzkin on, on Amazon, or um, if you, if you click on the show notes on Apple podcasts, I'll have a link to it. You can buy it on your phone. One click right on Amazon. Yeah. All right. Go go out and
2: buy it. I'll appreciate it.
0: Let's, let's take a break, and we'll get back to talk about the upcoming 3200 Showcase at Carmel. Are you dealing with a running injury or in need of some treatment? Contact Jacob at Tempo Sports Rehab, conveniently located off of the Monon in the city center of Carmel, Indiana. Find out more information at TempoSportsRehab.com. And we're back. Okay. So we've one showcase meet in the books, another one coming up. And this one is just as popular. Girls, there are 64 entries. And I just got an email about someone that missed the buzzer on that. So if I, um, I'll relay that information to Mike Dason. So it's going to be 65 entries. Freshman boys, there are 30. Now there are quite a few freshmen boys who elected to run in the uh, I guess we'll call it varsity race, the general race. Um, <laughs> you got to make it cooler
2: than the general race. Got to be something
0: better. General race isn't too bad. Uh, and then boys, 114 entries online right now. Three from out of state makes 117. And then if I add in these two other ones, that'll be 119 boys interested in the very cool general race. Five <laughs> heats of the boys, general race, one freshman three girls and a girl's four by eight. Enjoy the four by eight while it lasts, people. There will not be a four by eight moving forward. Uh, you got, are you surprised by those numbers? 119 boys for the general race?
2: The general race is going to be incredibly cool. Yeah, I, it's so, it's, it's just special. I mean, that, you. it's a, I mean, yes, you, you said you got a four by eight, but it's one event Right? and you get yeah, that next, many. Next year, high... it
0: will be one event, period.
2: Yeah. There's no no boys
0: high... team even said they wanted to have a four-byte. So there is not a boys four-bite. nobody signed up.
2: Okay. Yeah, to have that many high, highly talented and highly interested kids in one event for one night is really, really special.
0: Um, girls race, you know, about half as many interested as the boys. Um, yeah, come
2: on, girls and girls. Coaches get entered in that race. What a, get in there? Well,
0: next year there won't be a four by eight, so we can we can adjust and have we can have five heats of the girls and five of the boys if you guys want. Um, yeah, get your get your you know like twelve flat girl
2: in there that, or who's run twelve flat who maybe is ready to break through and run you know eleven forty six or eleven forty
0: four. What a great opportunity! This year's suggested minimum seed time started at twelve fifteen. We moved it to twelve thirty. So I, you know, who, who knows? And there's a million girls out there next that year 1230. Get your, get your kids in that race. Uh, on the, on the boys' side, it's all of, all of the best, all of the top people. I think almost everybody that ran in the fast field. On the girls' side, maybe not quite as many. There's, there's varying considerations. And it is, I, I get too. it's tough. If you're in the Indy area, everybody's coming, right? Cause you're just, you're already here. It's maybe That's a easy. 45 minute bus drive down. But if you're from varying parts of the state, it might be tough to get to in the two different times back to back weeks on Friday in this school thing. Yes. Like that. Very um, true. What I've sent you the list of competitors. Yeah. What are, what are some things? What are, who are some people, some storylines? What are you watching for? Well, for, there's a couple
2: of things before we talk about any individuals one I, I think we we almost have to talk about the difference in the weather forecast for this Friday compared Don't jinx to last it. Friday
0: Don't when jinx you're
2: it. talking about well I, I just, it's going to be warmer I mean you know temperature that that's what I mean I, I'm yep. not I, whether whether the conditions are going to be perfect or not perfect I, who knows but the there's what it's going to be at least 15 probably degrees warmer this coming Friday it looks like right um, than last Friday so I think that's a storyline that uh, that who knows how that will impact? I think that's worth mentioning. And the second thing is how, how rare is it right to have this quality of a field two weeks in a row where so many of the, the, the boys, especially them, it's the same exact race. And it's so interesting to see the skill set differential, right? I mean, some of these guys are, are clearly, you know, the mile is, is maybe a little better event for them, either based on how they're trained or where they're at you know, physically in their lives right now. And, and some of them are the, the 3,200. And so it's just kind of so cool to, to see, and, you know, and so many of them are the top guys in, from cross country too. So you, you get like this, this really interesting view of, of who has what kind of range and what kind of speed and how, who's trained to do what it's, I, I think that's really an intriguing element to having these two meets back to
0: back week. Well, and that's, and that's why we did it, right. We set it up. We basically just said, here's a really good idea. It's over one distance. Let's do another one over another distance. Put them, put them back to back, and yeah, it's a lot of the. It is, it's a lot of the same, the same, athletes, and but it is a different distance, and so we'll see the different. Totally different race. What difference does a week make in terms of training, being back from spring break, and what difference does going, you know, from a mile to 3,200 meters, not double the distance, just slightly less? Um, yeah. What? You know, hey, what I, are, I have a question for, for you. Are,
2: are, are the are we gonna have the uh, the introductions with the uh, throwback jerseys here, or is that just a no? Is that I a think yeah, Central? the basketball
0: ones. Although I did notice that um, you know as the guys were coming out, I was kind of seeing whose jersey I liked and whose I didn't. Uh, Krishna had a Pacers pinstripe throwback George Hill, which to me was George like Hill? that was oh that was that was the best. I mean, the only thing that, that could have been be- better is if he had a, a Jacoby Bursett Pacers jersey, which doesn't exist obviously, but. <laughs> One kid came I out in the Drew breeze and it was just our like, miscellaneous, nah, that was, yeah, that'd be a our, miscellaneous minute.
2: Our miscellaneous minute, our miscellaneous question today would be, what What jersey would you wear you were being introduced um, at, in the Elite 3200
0: at Red, normal Red, High School? Reggie Miller Flojo. Yeah. What would you do? You know, black, black Jordan? Like the, yeah, mem- Remember the one year they it. had the black jerseys, the black with the pinstripes on them?
2: I actually like the, his rookie year and the Bulls did this year when their Windy City versions did the throwback to that with the script. Chicago oh, it's in cursive, red, yeah, yeah. Love the red jersey with the black cursive. That's what I'd do.
0: There you go. And then we'd so raise a mile, which minute. for me would take more than a minute. I'll tell you that much. You'd beat me by more than a minute. I, bet. I don't know. Uh, okay, so girls race. Who to watch out for? What, do you, what's, what are you looking at? What's the storyline? What do you want the people well, to know?
2: I'm I'm looking at the 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 seed times and I, I or you know just the entries maybe the seed times is a bad thing to look at because who knows what coaches were entering. Their yeah, and at. so
0: for for the Franklin Central one, this is one of the differences. Kids run the 1600 of the mile all the time, but the 3200. Per, the purpose of the showcase is this isn't a very good event unless we all get together and agree we're going to do this distance, and so kids are going to set massive PRs. Potentially, you know everything holds up, the weather's good, that kind of thing. And last year, I don't think anybody missed their seed time, like anybody. Um, maybe a couple of kids that I kind of threw in just to round out the slowest heat. They were just, hey, they were at school that day. And I was like, put your shoes on, go run this. Um, so the people are seated by what their coaches project they can run. Now, having said that, like the Franklin Central meet does, we did hand pick the fast heat. So it's not totally seated by this time. And we, we, did, we used indoor track cross country and um performance at the franklin central meet if applicable we kind of use those three things to determine who was in the fast heat
2: well as far as like what i'm what i think will be really interesting to watch in this girls race so a lot of these girls did run last friday right as you mentioned at the mm. in the mile so uh, but but two of the girls that I think we were looking at the results that, that did not run last Friday are seated really highly at, at the carnival showcase in the 3200 this Friday. And that's Nikki Sutherland from Delta yes. um, and uh, Van Meter from Jasper. And I think two, they're two of the top three seeds um, in the race. And so, you know, they, they got to sit back and, and probably – you know, read the, look at the results from last week and think, oh, I, where I would have been in that race and you know, what my times could have been. And now this week, they're going to probably be pretty hungry getting in there and going. And I, I think they're two really interesting people to watch. And Sutherland, especially from Delta, because um, I use the term skill set a lot, and it's an odd term, I guess, for distance runners. But um, she's got a really, really big skill set. I mean, we've seen her run a super fast 800. I will bet she could run under 60 seconds in the 400. Oh, yeah um you know probably a pretty good deal and and you know all the way to being you know a top five to ten performer in cross country and so i think for her it's interesting for me is where's her sweet spot you know is it the eight is it the 16 is it the 32 and i think we're going to find a little bit out about that this friday because she could really you know post a you know 10 30 type time um depending on on how how well she's trained and where she's at with her fitness
0: Yeah, and, you know, she ran last year and scored in the 1600 and the 800. But if she, not all of the best runners in the state are going to be at this one. On the boys' side, it is pretty much anybody who's anyone um, in terms of distance running. But, like, if she runs away from this field, this is a good field. Kendall Martin, I think, scored last year at the state meet. Um, Bridget Gallagher's finished very high up at, at state meets Andy van meters finished very high up at state meets been all state and cross-country multiple times and if Sutherland can just run away from the field and like you said run under 1030 maybe that if you're heard maybe that changes the calculus for the tournament that well the best girl ever in the 1600 and the 800 is still in school yeah. maybe the 3200 is a little more open from what we've seen so far you know we're six weeks away from the state meet and things change very, very quickly in the world of high schoolers over, over six weeks. Um, Are we six weeks? Yeah. Six weeks from, from the state meet in in Bloomington. But yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting thing to watch. And then also in the fast heat, it's going to be a lot of like a kind of, kind of a team battle in a way There's (laughs) four four girls from Carmel, five girls from Noblesville, a couple of girls from Mm Burbuff. Uh, a pair of sisters from Carroll. It's, it's a lot of the same um, girls on the same teams.
2: Score like a cross-country beat. Yeah, top, you know, like top three. Uh, Score, yeah. Team. Run, run for yeah, Team three. trophy. Team trophy. Yeah, no, you make a good point too. Kendall Martin is so consistently good from Rebuff that if, you know. And she was Kim good on Sutherland. Her. And I'm not saying Sutherland's going to beat her. You know I'm saying? But if she, you know, if she does run away from somebody of that quality, of that caliber, um, it's going to be a really good finish.
0: Tonight. It's going to be a boys second year. I started saying that okay. backwards. The reason I started saying that is because there are five boys heats and three girls heats. So okay. we want to go girls first. However, we're going to have to start with a couple boys heats because we want the girls fast heat to be followed by the boys fast. heat. We want to end with the fastest one. So it'll be boys heat one, boys heat two, then girls heat one. And then they'll alternate at, at that point. What, uh, what are you watching for? Who are you watching for? What do you want the people to know about the boys race?
2: Well, you know, I, the, the upfront stuff is, is, you know, we kind of talk about it so often, right? Like Matisse and, and Reese from Columbus North. And they, you know, they went one, was it one, two or one, three last week in the, one, in the, one, two in the and mile. And it's kind Yule of the same names. Third. Yes. Okay. That's right. Um, so, you know, I. I I'm excited to, to to see how that plays out because again, we talk skill sets and you, when you think of, um, Kilbarger stump, I, I, for, and I don't know, Reese, I've never met him in my life. I don't know his training, but you know, you, when you think of him, you kind of think 1600, 800, you know, you don't necessarily think 32, which is ridiculous because he's the cross country state champion, <laughs> but, um, but you know, so it's really interesting to see how, how this, this kid has such great range and what he's going to be able to do. And and when you think Cole Matisse or you know, me as an outsider, I think 3,200 meter runner, you know? Um, So this is maybe a little more his bread and butter than the mile. I I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but it's just like, you know, from an outside perspective. Um, But, but I'm also interested in in down the field a little bit as well. Um, Again, somebody I don't know anything about, I've never met him, but I've always been really impressed with the consistency of excellence and performance with uh, Jack Moore from Northridge, Ridge. Um, I, I,
0: I kind of, he didn't run last week. And I think that may have been a case of, we just, I mean, Middlebury is pretty far from Indianapolis. We can't go yeah. down there two weeks in a row. So I think he had to pick one and yeah. he picked this one rather than the
2: mile. That's awesome. And, and he's, you know, I, 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 think I've said on a podcast before he, he may be the most underrated runner in the state of Indiana and maybe in the last decade in Indiana. I mean, he's a kid who could absolutely break nine minutes Friday night. Um, and then, um, uh, the, uh, North central boy, um, uh, Nate Kaline, I think Nasty I'm saying his Nate. Name correctly. And, uh, I mean, I thought his, he ran a, looked like a spectacular race last Friday in the mile. It seems like, he, you know, as a, as a coach in my, my history and, and perspective as a coach, you kind of like sometimes kids just catch fire a little bit, you know, whether it's like, you know, three weeks or a month and you just, you just get on a roll and everything seems to be rolling. And I don't know anything about this boy or his training or anything, but it just seems like. He, he's, he's just kind of got a good, I think, HSR meet. It seems like he's ready to kind of, kind of pop one off. So, you know, obviously we're, we're all excited about what's going to happen up front and just how fast these guys can run and see the clock stop with an eight, you know, as the first number of the finish time. But, uh, but also some guys that, that maybe are a little more unheralded that are going to do some pretty spectacular things too.
0: Now, you ready? Over, under. All right. Girls winning are time. Boys, boys winning time? No, girls see, winning I, time. Girls first year.
2: Girls, okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't want the, uh, the, the meet last week to, to you know persuade me in my prediction here. So the girls winning time, I will say the over-under is going to be 10-34-12. I'm
0: going to go under. Well, at least I made you hesitate. I mean, what kind of hype? What kind of hype man would I be for for my own <laughs> school's meet if I was like, no, slower? I'm sorry, I should, yeah. Under. I should have said like, yeah, you should like nine thirty. like, yeah, yeah I should have said ten oh five. Let's go for it. Um. Yeah, but yeah, that's you made me hesitate, which that's that's your specialty is is setting setting them right at it. I'm gonna go nuts if it's ten. I'm gonna remember this too. If it's ten thirty four point twelve, I'm gonna go crazy. And it's going to have, it's going to be on timing MD. It's going to have live results. Awesome. And they'll, they'll yeah. have coverage there, mile split. We well, need you know, to do I'll this like with, the, with the
2: over-unders is to see like, actually, if I'm any good at it or not. Cause it seems like I'm really not. Nah,
0: that sounds like a lot of work <laughs> to go back and do that.
2: <laughs> well, actually, All right. it should be me that does
0: that. <laughs> Boys race over under winning time.
2: Um, under. I, 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 oh, think, sorry, <laughs> I think these guys up front are going to recognize, well, I think they're going to recognize that maybe they let an opportunity last Friday go to run fast. Like they, they, I don't want to say they blew it. That's, that's way too, that's not the right phrase. But I think they, 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 they could have run fast. Were you in mean, our
0: practice days. today? Did you, this is, sounds familiar.
2: <laughs> um, so I, I think that it's going to be uh, an intense uh, eight laps without, without much, um, let let up so i will go with
0: eight laps nine no, minutes no, huh i said eight laps and nine minutes
2: i will say um, we're gonna go with eight 53.03
0: under all right no hesitation on that one under all right it might be raining bring a jacket all right cool man well you got a book. You got an exciting, exciting time in the track season. Power rankings are up. You had what? Carmel boys number one last time. I think that. I think that'll
1: Plainfield.
0: I, I think that'll change this week. I think that'll uh, Based, based on what Plainfield did at that Lawrence Central meet, I think that's trying to be objective here. I hope it doesn't. Yeah. I hope Carmel wins. Um, and our power rankings are based
2: solely on what we think will happen at the state, in a, at the state meet, right? in a state meet setting, yeah. not in the best track team.
0: North Central girls number one? Yes. So North Central and girls and playing field boys have one thing in common, yeah. as, as do probably most number one teams by the state meet, which is they are led by a star sprinter that they're hoping to get big points in three or four events.
2: Yeah. It's just, you know, for good or bad, it's the nature of track and field and and you know, it's an individually dominated sport and usually by sprinters. Um, but, you know, every now and again, you, you see these, you know, a great, you know, you know, fully balanced team that, that can qualify kids in, you know, seven, nine, 11 events Hope so. and uh, a nickel a nickel and dime their way with, you know, maybe, you know, one really good thrower, one really good distance runner. And those are exciting. Those are exciting matchups to watch because, you know, you can kind of watch it, the 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 results board at the state meet and watch team kind of creep creep up on another team, and then you hit the four by four and
0: sure, it's like showtime. you mean like one star distance runner, and then like just a few good hurdlers and good relays, and maybe a guy in the disc. And yeah, but I, the city it, the starts team. on 96th Street and goes up to 146th Street. Just a city like that, right?
2: Well, I guess so. I the, okay. I the team so. actually and i don't know a lot about them but the team that comes to mind i, I don't think that they're necessarily going to win the state championship in boys track but we've talked about it before is columbus north is, is a really interesting right. team because they're thrower and 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 their and their depth and distance and right they're thrower and
0: potentially two-star distance runners
2: right right yes big points there and and so I, I don't know if they have enough firepower to score enough points but you just it's rare to see a team right you talk about you might have one big sprint star or um, even two big sprint stars, but it's rare to see a team that has maybe the best thrower, well, not maybe the best throw in the history of the state and the shot. Right, with, right. And then, you know, a distance runner, like, like Reese, it's, it's just rare to have, you know, that two guys in those different types of events that are potentially the best guys pretty. And there, and there
0: are some years where that could be enough.
2: Yes. Just yes. Maybe
0: not this year. I mean, Plainfield's got a star. Yeah. A, a, a person who's individually worth at least 30 points. they get you you know way more than halfway there
1: and um
0: you know brownsburg's got a guy that's worth potentially 30 points yep um and then you know versus the kind of team attack of carmel or center grove yeah may not have one person that's worth 25 plus points but just a, a bunch of kind of like you said nickels and dimes fifth sixth seventh and it's it's tough because nickels and dimes it's still incredibly hard to finish you know in the wow. top nine in your individual so event you've got to be so good and such a star and you do that you progress through the whole tournament the whole season you do really well on that day you finish eighth and it's like congratulations that was two points you are yeah which is percent of the right? way that right you're four percent yeah, of the way amazing. to the state championship
2: you know what they should do This just led me to a thought, although I don't think anybody does this at baseball games anymore, but they should hand out like scorecards when you walk into the track state meets like you can keep track of the score. Maybe they should actually just
0: have live results where you can keep up with that. But we don't do that either. Yeah, but I mean, it would would just be Maybe we should score the state meeting cross country and they should release the results instantaneously.
2: They should release the results every kilometer as they're happening.
0: Yeah, instead of making us wait for two hours.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that.
0: All right, man. Well, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun spring. Whenever spring gets here, it snowed this morning.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's uh, I, it, it's it has not been pretty. No. <laughs> it has not been pretty. It's
0: been horrendous. So, all right, man.
2: It'll get it'll get
0: better. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on. Go buy his Thank buck.
2: you. Yeah.